Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. President Biden announces the end of America's longest war, the war in Afghanistan. We'll discuss that. Plus, new details emerge surrounding Matt Gates and the continued Republican Party's silence on the matter. And finally, corporate America continues to rally in support of voting rights. Today, President Biden announced that America would be ending its longest war, the war in Afghanistan. I'm now the fourth United States president to preside over American troop presence in Afghanistan. Two Republicans, two Democrats. I will not pass this responsibility onto a fifth. Biden made his announcement from the treaty room of the White House upstairs in the executive residence. Why? Because that is precisely the place in the White House where George W. Bush, as president nearly 20 years ago, announced the first U.S. airstrikes in Afghanistan on October 7th, 2001. In his remarks today, President Biden noted that he called his predecessor, George W. Bush, to inform him of his decision to withdraw all U.S. troops out of Afghanistan beginning May 1st and being completed by the 20th anniversary of the terrorist attacks September 11th of this year. In his remarks today, President Biden anticipated a lot of the criticism that he expected to receive for this decision. Such criticism as this from Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. The administration has decided to abandon U.S. efforts in Afghanistan, which have helped keep radical Islamic terrorism in check. And bizarrely, they've decided to do so by September the 11th. Apparently, we're to help our adversaries ring in the anniversary of the 9-11 attacks by gift-wrapping the country and handing it right back to them. Biden said he fundamentally disagrees with this point of view. He believes that America is at greater risk by continuing a presence in Afghanistan. Biden stressed throughout his remarks that 20 years ago, U.S. troops were sent there to do two things, to retaliate for the attack on America's homeland and to ensure that no future attacks could be originated from Afghanistan against the United States. He said those things have been accomplished. He noted that it has been 10 years since Osama bin Laden, responsible for the 9-11 attacks, has been killed by U.S. forces, and that we're still 10 years beyond that point. To him, it makes no sense to stay. But it's not just Republicans who are criticizing Biden's decision here. This cuts through party lines. Some Democrats, such as Gene Shaheen or Maggie Hassan, the two senators from New Hampshire, have been pretty vocal in the last couple days as this news emerged that Biden would make these remarks in their opposition to setting a date certain by which American forces will be out of Afghanistan. As the president noted in his remarks, before he was even sworn in as vice president, Then-President-elect Obama in 2008 asked Joe Biden to go to Afghanistan and assess the situation there. This has been an issue Joe Biden has been working on for quite some time as the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, as vice president. And he has long argued that the U.S. cannot be in the business 
of nation-building in Afghanistan. Now, finally, as commander-in-chief, Joe Biden has decided to withdraw all U.S. forces from that country. Now, here's what else matters today. Congressman Gates, have you spoken with the FBI? Have they seized your phone? The FBI seized your phone? Have you shared nude photos on the House floor that members have told us that you did? What you just heard there, that was Congressman Matt Gates, Republican of Florida, completely ignoring questions from my colleague CNN Capitol Hill reporter Annie Greer. He's back on the Hill. He was casting votes on the Hill, and today he was walking between uh, committee meetings when Greer caught up with him. But obviously, Gates is not speaking. You know who else is not speaking? His Republican colleagues, they want no part of this. They have been keeping Gates at arm's distance. His senator from Florida, Marco Rubio, was asked by our reporting team yesterday about Gates. No call for resignation, no condemnation, just a commitment that there's a process underway and an investigation is taking place and everyone should wait to see where it leads. The allegations here are so serious But the Republican Party at the moment on the Hill does not want to get ahead of any of these investigations. And this comes as things seem to be getting worse for Gates, not better, in the legal sphere. CNN has confirmed that Joel Greenberg, a former elected official in Florida and the Gates associate at the center of this scandal, has been cooperating with federal investigators since last year. And CNN is now reporting that two women that attended parties with Gates tell stories where frequent drug use and sex was involved. The women say many local Florida Republican men were in attendance at these parties, and the women say that they attended many such parties over the past few years. So far, Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger of Illinois is the only Republican to publicly call for Gates' resignation. And finally today, Amazon, Google, Starbucks, and hundreds of other companies are joining in to oppose voting restrictions. They're doing so in a signed statement. It appeared as an ad in the New York Times. It was organized by Ken Chenault and Ken Frazier, two of America's most prominent black corporate leaders. The statement said in part, quote, We all should feel a responsibility to defend the right to vote and to oppose any discriminatory legislation on measures that restrict or prevent any eligible voter from having an equal and fair opportunity to cast a ballot. It's worth noting, Coca-Cola, Delta, and Home Depot, all based in Georgia, declined to add their names to this statement, perhaps fearing some additional blowback for positions they've taken given that new Georgia voting law. This is coming also as conservatives are mounting a campaign, an advertising campaign, in support of that new Georgia law. A new $1 million ad buy on CNBC and local TV from Heritage Action for America. It claims that, quote, President Biden is lying about Georgia's new election reform. Republicans are not taking this criticism of these voting restrictive pieces of legislation cropping up across the country lying down. They are mounting a full-force campaign pushing back on this notion that they are trying to restrict voting rights. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. 
Here on the CNN Political Briefing, we're working hard to bring you the context you need to understand daily politics. And we want to know what you think. Please go to CNN.com slash podsurvey to share your thoughts on what you're hearing. That's CNN.com slash podsurvey. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com briefing. NetSuite.com briefing.